0: You're listening to A Word from the Lord, the podcast. My name is Pastor Michael Eton, and I serve as the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. And I'm also a co-founder of A Word from the Lord, Inc. And when you get an opportunity, I would love for you to visit our website at Kimberlyeton.org. AWF is uh, the initials for Word from the Lord with, spelled out, Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. And you can get to know our ministry and our vision. And in short, our vision is to share the Word of God with as many people as we can and in many ways as we can in Jesus' name. So if you'd like to support our ministry, after you listen to the message, and God use uh, this message to touch and reach you in such a way that you would like to give. Uh, visit that website awftl with drmichaelkimleyton dot org or call one eight five 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 ten thirteen ninety seven to announce that we will begin broadcasting on the first Sunday in June of 2023 on the NOW Television Network. It's the second largest African-American television network. And it also is a satellite. uh, Also, we're going to be broadcasting uh, throughout Europe, Uh, We heard in London, Paris, throughout that corridor, as well as all over africa so we are excited about joining the team at the now television network we're calling all of our prayer warriors to begin to intercede on behalf of the television program that god would use it in mighty and awesome ways to impact the body of christ not only in america will be heard in america but all around the world So we want to thank you in advance for praying. And now we're going to take you to the Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in the heart of Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, where I serve as the senior pastor. We're continuing in a series that I've entitled The Corinthians Road to Singleness, Love and Marriage. The Corinthians Road to Singleness, Love and Marriage. This is Sunday, February the 18th. And I'm sharing a message entitled "The Ethos of Singleness" or "The Benefits of Singleness" from 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 7 through 9. And now, without any further ado, let's get into the word uh, singleness. Would you please stand? We're gonna read uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 7 through 9. Let's read this out loud at the same time on three. One, two, three. I wish that all of you were as I am, but each of you has your own gift from God. One has a gift, but another has that. Now the be unmarried, and the widows I say, it is good for them to stay unmarried as I do. But if they cannot control themselves, they should marry. For he is to marry and to burn with passion. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord to eat of singleness. And we're going to be looking at today. I'm going to talk about uh, and this is a parallelism really in the text that talks about the unmarried and the widow, but we're going to approach this through the widow's uh, view right now.
1: Amen, amen. So the
0: widow's choice, the widow's control, and the widow's what? You can also replace that with unmarried choice, the unmarried control and the unmarried attorney. Want Christians to know today that Christians should marry or remarry if they cannot control themselves sexually. Let me say that again. Christians should marry or remarry if they cannot control themselves uh, sexually.
1: There are people who have been married 40 years, and then one of the spouses dies, and then they remarry. Often, the children who, who might well be in their 30s or 40s are are actually angry at the parent. Let's say it's 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 uh, mom who died. Dad can't believe it. You you got married a year after mom died. The, the children want to remain in the world of that's their family. I understand it, although I have not lived through that, I understand that, but it's a bit selfish to really, in effect, want your parent to stay alone the rest of their lives, or at least for a, a prolonged period. My mother used to say all the time, it was, it was a really a powerful saying, which obviously I remember because it etched itself in my memory. Life is for the living. And that doesn't mean we forgot those who died. There's no such thing. Of course we didn't. But to, to not want the best for your parent is, is sort of selfish. Um.
0: Again, we're talking about Corinth and the Corinthians church. The Corinthians church, as I said throughout the series, that it just... Reminds me of our day and time. Um, it was a, a great time, and this is the map, this is where Corinth is, and, and Christianity, of course, started right here in Jerusalem. They first became known Christians up here in Antioch, and the word of God spread it throughout all of this region. So we get the book of Galatians, that's the city, Macedonia and other churches so we're in and at Corinth but it was a city of great wisdom and education and knowledge and and philosophy and that reminds me of our day and time because we uh, have uh, that pursuit but it also was a city where sexual immorality was running rampant, right. as a city sexual immorality was running rampant, just like our culture and time today. And as I shared uh, about a book on writing, um, I let you know and have let you know for years: seventy percent of our households don't have a, a marriage in it, um, and fifty percent of Anglo-Saxon. Households don't have a marriage in it. And it's a reflection of the breakdown of the family um, because of sexual immorality. And I've been telling you throughout this series that uh, young people don't even consider marriage at all, it seems, no more. It seems that they will be content uh, being in a relationship that appears to be long-term, five, six, 10 years without having married, without having married. And I shared on Wednesday night, there was a brother who was living with a lady, I think for about 10 years, and his uh, Facebook status, he said that he was single, he was single. He was living with this young lady, and what he was saying is that he was just, he was living with her, but he was not committed to her said it again. He was living with her, but he was not committed to her. And that's why a lot of young people define their relationships as complicated. Uh, Some are polyamorous, where they have an open relationship. and, And the breakdown of the family is just horrible. It's just horrible. But I focused this morning on someone who's a widow. A widower. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They were once married, um, but their maid died. Once married, but their maid died. And we said back in that day and time, because we kind of reflect this morning on being in America and how blessed we are. Because even the poorest of us is rich compared to the world standard. And and it may be that way with widows uh, today as well. Uh, but back then, uh, the only way a woman really would be taken care of was either to stay under her parents' roof or to get married. Mm-hmm. To get married, and if they were married for a while, and the parents, uh, her parents, had died, and she became a widow, it would be really a place of destitution. Mm-hmm. Um, And in this text, uh, Paul is concerned about uh, not so much uh, the financial implications of this, but the relational implications of this. Right. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Let me say it again. Not so much the financial implications, but the relational implications as to whether or not a widow or widower should get married after having lost a loved one, mm-hmm. and most of us uh, have a hard time moving on. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 I make, I must make a confession. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a bit thrown. I wonder should I share this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this is starting out as well. But this is real. This is real. When we talk about well, I it kind of threw me when Doctor Evans got engaged. I think he was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, you know he's like a father figure. I, I right. started out of his yeah. church mm-hmm. at, at nineteen. Of course, I've seen. Him and sister Evans all those years together yes, yes, yes. and man that was a horrifying loss for yeah. us amen oh I man amen. amen we were up from the flow up yes. mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> and life continued on yes mm-hmm. amen life continued on mm-hmm. I believe that was in 2019 and mm-hmm. then in 2023 we heard about a new wife Right, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got engaged. Right. Yes. 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 How does that make got you feel? Mm-hmm. Your know, families have to deal with this uh, because uh, it, it, it happens. We don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Children don't talk about it. As a matter of fact, they got a program today called the Golden mm-hmm. Bachelor. Yeah, any of y'all know about that? Yeah. I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. A winnerer who lost his wife, and been married for several years, would go and began to look for love again. Mm-hmm. Look for love again. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he had grown kids. And many times in that situation, grown kids, it's hard for them to deal with it because this man had, had been with their mama. hello somebody. Yeah. Or vice versa. Been with their daddy. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. They want to get remarried. What's the matter with them? (laughs) Mm -hmm. But life has a way of changing on you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we have to look at the things biblically, and there's nothing biblically wrong for a widower or widow wanting to move on with their lives. Right, that's right. right. H- Hello somebody, let me say that again There's nothing wrong with a widow or widower wanting to move on With their lives As a matter of fact, somebody's listening right now And God is saying, you can move on With your life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, This is God's Green light and Let's get into the text, the context And this is the widow's charge It says, this, now to the unmarried And the widows I say, it's good for them to stay unmarried. Talk about the ethos of, of singleness, which means they have a choice. You have a choice as an unmarried and single person. And, and Paul says it's good for them to stay unmarried. But you said, Preacher, you just gave me the green light. I, I gave you the green light, but I'm going to come back and give you your choices because guess what? Married folk don't have choices. Woo. Right. It again. Mm. Married folk don't have choice. In other words, if you are married and you're seeking God's will for your marriage and you're wanting to seek a divorce, God says you don't have a choice. Mm. Amen. There's only one option, not even a command for a divorce, an option, and that's adultery. Hello, somebody. Right. And if you're dealing with situations in your marriage that is not have to do with adultery and guess what god says you don't have no choices stay married but you say preacher you don't know how she talks to me mm-hmm. preacher oh how can i say this we i guess i mentioned this on wednesday night preacher the Marvin gay minister that got shut down in the marriage Somebody get that on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> There's no excuse for a more! what he said, man, because I'm a cop. Oh, man. I don't feel too good right now. <laughs> but what if he says I've had enough of you doing what you've done for All right. the OT time.
1: Right. Yeah, right, right.
0: You don't Who got who've been married 50 years and get a divorce. Right, right. That's not of God. You don't get to have enough. You don't have no choices. Mm-hmm. Obey the word of God. Right, right. See, you ain't gonna hear this on television because they want you to be happy. Right. Right, right. Hello, somebody. Yeah. They want you to be happy. They don't tell you the truth about marriage. Marriage is very complicated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hello, somebody. Marriage is very difficult. Yeah, right, it is. Marriage is for grown folk. All right, amen. Let me say yeah. that. You say, why you say grown folk? Mm-hmm. Because if you're living off your emotions, you ain't grown. That's right. All right. Right. If you, 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 you're still throwing temper tantrum like you was a kid trying to get your way, you ain't grown. Marriage is for grown folk. Hello, somebody. You don't have a choice but to obey the word of God. And guess what? You'll be blessed for it. Yes, you will. Amen. Amen. Let me say that again. Yes, you will. Mm-hmm. You, you may not be happy in it at times, but I can guarantee you, you'll be blessed for it. Amen. Amen. Hello, somebody. I can't tell you how blessed I am as a married man. And statistics tells us that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. for men. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Hello, somebody. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. for men. Oh yeah, right. Hello, somebody. And that's why the devil don't want these single brothers to be married. Mm-hmm. God, the devil don't want you to be blessed of God and mm-hmm. highly favored, mm-hmm. and he gets you to be uncommittal. Hello, somebody. Yeah. We talked yeah. about that black man don't cheat, mm-hmm. and women all over our country was upset because they felt like that was a lie. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hello, some black man don't cheat. But wise women said this They don't don't cheat They do not cheat because what? I heard it over there They don't don't commit Hello somebody Um, They don't commit Now they've been in a relationship with you for five years But you think they're committed and they're not And the reason why they're not committed Is because they ain't put a ring on them And they know the difference They're not committed to you Mm, Right that's why they don't want to be seen with you in public. Mm, mm. That's why he never took you to be with his mama or his daddy. Mm, mm. That's why they don't want you to meet the kids. Mm. You're a secret, and don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Mm. Hello, somebody. Mm. Hello somebody because they're not committed. Right. Let's get back to this widow. It says it's good for them to stay. Have a choice as a widow or widower, you have a choice as an unmarried person, but that choice is has stipulations, and again, married folk don't have a choice. First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 7 says, This it says, This now for the matters you have read about. Now, you've been writing me about this, it is good to abstain from sexual relationships. You'll never hear this but in the Bible. Mm, Right. Because in our world today, they don't abstain. Steve Harvey tried to put a 90-day rule. Hello, somebody, but guess what? Steve Harvey ain't God or the Bible. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Hello, somebody. Mm -hmm. And the only 90-day rule you should have is what that 90-day fiance. Hello, somebody. Mm -hmm. You're going to get married after 90 Tell Hello, somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, somebody. Somebody, but 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 here it says now it, it's good, it's good to abstain, it, it's good. But he's gonna go a little deeper because mm-hmm. single folk have choices, you can remain single, widow and widows have choices, you can remain single, that's your choice, that's your freedom. But if you remain single, what? You've got to be living holy and righteous before God. Yes. Amen. Amen. Hello, somebody. Let me say it again. If, if, if you remain single, you've got to be righteous before God. The ethos of singleness is that you've got a choice. You can choose to remain single or you can choose to get married. Now, here's widow or unmarried control. Now, this is this, this is what it hinges on. But if you cannot control. If they cannot control themselves. Mm-hmm. This is that Janet Jackson theology. Yeah. Back in the day she said. Well, mm-hmm. I'm in control. Mm-hmm. But many of us in this area. Are not in control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a struggle for you. Mm-hmm. And some of you not even Struggling. Hello, somebody. Right. And that's why God has me here today to say, if God going to use this church to reach more in 2024, we have to be a church full of people who are living for the for the Lord. Yeah. But why else would He send some new Christians here if the old Christians are not living holy and righteous before God? Right. Yeah. We'll mess them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Mm-hmm. We'll mess them up. Right. Hold somebody. Mm-hmm. So we got to make sure that where we are in our lives, that we are living holy before God. Yes. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. So we're living holy. This is what mm-hmm. this is about, whether well, you married or single. Mm-hmm. Because each of you must know how to what? Control his own body and what? Holiness and honor. Each married people. Be faithful to your mate and, 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 and manifest the intimacy in your marriage that would enable you to be in control. Single folk, a widower, a widower, you've got to do the same. We Think theologians believe that one at one time he was married because that was a uh, uh, you had to qualify to do that as a, 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 Pharisee, a Pharisee, you right. had to be married. So, uh, one or two things happen, mm-hmm. one or two things happen, and this is what we face. And, and why we try to reach out uh, to marriages, married couples, first ladies, and why we try to deal with this because. There's a sad realization that happens. I don't even know if I need to tell you our business, but you say you tell us everything else. Okay. Mm -hmm. They usually say that a minister's second wife Mm -hmm. is better for him. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And you say, wait a minute, why do you say that? Mm -hmm. Because the first wife doesn't want to have anything to do with being a first lady. Well, mm. a preacher's wife mm. She married an engineer mm-hmm. Hello somebody Well, <laughs> uh, 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 she, she married uh, Somebody who had a regular job A regular <laughs> life yeah, yeah, right. And then all of a sudden This knucklehead saying I'm called to the ministry <laughs> And drags her on in with it Kicking <laughs> <laughs> mm. and screaming Hello somebody Hello. H- Hello, somebody. So I can imagine this probably what happened with, with Paul when he. When, uh, something happened. Right. We don't know, and you know, we, we sometimes like to uh, imagine, use our sanctified imagination, and the problem with that, sometimes our sanctified imagination ain't sanctified at all. It's secular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so too. <laughs> Amen. But all I can say is that he at one time he was married. And now he's not, and he believes that it's good to be where he is. And we believe because he could live that way as a single man. He could live holy, and he could honor his vessel holy, and he could honor his vessel. And he wants everybody to be like him. But then he said, "But hold up, y'all have our gifts. Hello, somebody. All right, yeah. Help somebody. We all have our gifts." we've got to do what God called us to do and to be what God called us to be. And the point of it, whether you are married, whether you are a widower or a widow, or whether you're unmarried, God is concerned about your holiness. He's He's concerned about your holiness. And we don't hear nearly enough about this in our culture, in our time, because our marriages, uh, have been destroyed. I told you so many times. I would think it would be impossible if I did not believe in God. Mm-hmm. Hell, is something. I need. Mm-hmm. He thought, "Singers, you got a choice. You got a choice. You can remain as you are, if you can live holy as you are. But if, if, if this thing—I call this that—Crown Mary theology." Somebody get that on the way home. Look up the lyrics. But it says, but if they cannot control themselves, they should what? Marry? For it's better to marry than to burn with passion. It's better to marry. Guess what? So I'm listening. Daddy's Gonna remarry. Mommies gonna remarry. They was faithful to the point of death. God didn't say that you have to be faithful eternally. Right. Let me say that again. And I was looking at the statistics. I think they said normally if, if they get married, it's within that 10 years, and only 27%. Of women, uh, no, no, 29% of women choose to remarry in that 10 year period of time. Oh, women, now that's wrong. Men, men, mm-hmm. 29% of widowers will marry within 10 years. Mm-hmm. And they say the woman is 7% will decide to get married. That's right. Hell of a And And I heard somebody complain. They said, them men get remarried. <laughs> <laughs> they looked and seen some pastors who've lost their wives and they sons. Notice that the, the men get remarried. And women tend not to. But God says today, ah, you have a choice. You have a choice. And whatever you, the choice you choose, you have a right to it. You have the right to remain single and live unmarried, but if you're young, that's a good way to put it, if you're young or young at heart, if you're young, or young, young at heart, remember from the play, uh, the character said, there may be snow on the roof, but there's still a fire in the face.
1: <laughs>
0: if there's still fire in the furnace. You better remarry. Hello somebody. You you, you better remarry. If you cannot control yourselves, and now I'm really walking up somebody's street because what's happening for older folk Mm -hmm. is this. They don't want to get remarried because it'll mess up what? Social security.
1: (laughs) Y'all know, y'all know, y'all know. <laughs> yeah. Y'all know, y'all know. it
0: will mess up their social security. So what they'll do is they'll start shacking like the young people do. Right,
1: right. Yep. Hello,
0: somebody. And, and don't let me tell you some of the rumors of what's going on. They used to call them old folk homes, but now they call them retirement centers. What's going on there? <clears> throat> <And> throat> hello, somebody. God says you've got to depend upon me. I am God, not social security. And that's a real problem, real struggle. And I really didn't know what it was like until uh, it was a long time ago when I was younger, when I was struggling. I got laid off from my job. And I started to get benefits I knew not of. I was in an apartment complex that they put me on Section 8, Mm -hmm. okay? And I think with Section 8, I had to pay like, I forgot what it was, I don't even want to lie, $20 or $30 a month for this big old apartment I was Mm -hmm. in, Mm -hmm. okay? (laughs) I I, I, I got unemployment insurance. They put me on. they call it food steps. I'm not sure they still call it that today. Uh, What's it called? Snap? snap? Yep. Yeah, I was snap, boy. I was eating. <laughs> I was eating. I had never ate so good.
1: <laughs> and then they did something
0: with my electric where I'm paying 4 and $5. I'm paying $27 for my rent. I'm eating like I never did before. And guess what I was tempted to do? Somebody said, oh. <laughs> I was tempted to stand. I was like, man, I was struggling doing the right thing. <laughs> I was struggling. Well, guess what I had to do? I you know, had to do? The right thing. I had to do the right thing. I'm a Christian man. I had to do the right thing, and I had to trust God to provide for my every need. And you all the people, you need to do the right thing. You need to get married, hello somebody, and trust God. Amen. And now you can't tell me, preacher, you don't even know you ain't never been. Yeah, I've been there, hello somebody, mm-hmm. right. and I trusted God, mm-hmm. and he blesses beyond measure now. Amen. all right. Hello, somebody. Mm -hmm. There'll be struggles in your life sometime, but if you're faithful in and through it all, I can guarantee you it's going to pay off in the end. Amen. It's going to pay off in the end. And God wants you to trust Him, not Social Security. Trust Him. You may be stuck on that Section 8. Trust Him. I think they say we have a noun. Three different generations of folk who are on section eight. Mm. Mm. Hello, somebody. Mm. Hello, somebody. Who are you gonna trust? The government? Mm. Mm. All right. Are you gonna trust God? Yeah. All right. Yes. Hello, somebody. Hello? Mm-hmm. But we've got to live and be right and holy and before God. God. We must be right and live holy before God because we want God to do a unique work in the life of this church. And the only way that's going to happen is we must be living holy before God. Yes, Lord. Mm -hmm. Preacher, I'm an old man. I don't want to trust God like that. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that Daniel is an example.
1: Right. Right. Yes, he is. Hello,
0: somebody. I'm so glad that Joshua and Caleb is an answer to that. Yes, they trust him young yes, and old. Hello, somebody. Uh, as an older man, Caleb said, Give me the high country. That means he was willing to go up there and take on Goliath's relatives, the giants. In the land, give me the high country I'll go at this age I'll go At about 89, he made that commitment Before God, give me the high country Oh, I'm so glad That I can trust him When I'm old, I can trust him When I'm young, I can trust him yes. Yes, yes, Hello yes, somebody yes, Lord. With everything that I yes, do yes, And I, yes. I must do that By being holy And making the right choices and then, since we're talking about widower, widows and widowers today, mm-hmm. so I advise you, younger widows, to marry, have children, and manage your household. Why? Denying what? The the salary. Salary. occasion, occasion for slander. slander. So he says, if you're young, hello, somebody. Mm-hmm. If you're young, and that's the sad thing about it. You had a tragedy as a young person. No one ever told you you would have to go through something like this. But God says if you're younger, you need to move on with your life. Woo! Mm-hmm. I know Coretta never remarried. Right. Y'all know who Coretta is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who that is? Martin's wife. Mm-hmm. Martin's wife. I believe Malcolm X's wife. Mm-hmm. Never rematch. Right. Tell somebody. Mm-hmm. God says, Ah, if you're young, you gotta move on with your life. Mm-hmm. You, you've got to move on. Talking to widows and talking to those who are in a situation where you're stuck. God says today, it's time for you to move on with your life. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Time for you to move on with your life.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And it's hard sometimes to move on. But you've heard me say many times, that God put breath in you. He has plans for you. Mm-hmm. If he woke you up this morning, he has plans for you. And God is trying to get folk this morning, this afternoon, or whenever you're listening. Oh, for some, it's time for you to move on with your life. Close the museum now. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Lord, I didn't mean to say all of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the clothes.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm, mm, mm. Shoes I didn't mean to say this Lord but It's time for you to move on It's time for you to grow on It's time for you to go on And Bethlehem God wants us to move on You've been around this mountain long enough To be going around in circles long enough. Now it's time for us to move on. And the way that we move on is we've got to put some stuff in the past. You've got to put some stuff in your marriage. You've got to put some stuff in the past. The problem is you're holding on to what he or she did ten years against you. It's time for you to move on. Time for you to truly forgive. One of the most horrible things I have to do is to counsel couples where there was adultery involved in the marriage and they decide to stay together. But uh, that mate will not move on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She's holding it against him. And been holding it against him for 20 and 30 years. God says it's time for you to move on. You decided to stay. And now it's time for you to move on. All right. It's time for you to truly forgive. All right. As God has forgiven you. And that's why I said you don't have a choice as a married person. One of the indicators that I can decide whether a married couple could be married is whether they hold grudges. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Whether they hold grudges. Mm-hmm. I know Sister Eta don't like to be in my sermons. Mm-hmm. That may be why uh, later on the First Ladies don't like being First Ladies. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I just thought of this. Mm-hmm. Sister Eta don't hold grudges. Mm-hmm. Now she'll be mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But she won't hold grudges. Mm. Now, me on the other hand, <laughs> woo, I can hold a grudge. <laughs> and i always been looking at you cross eyed if you did me wrong. <laughs> Now God ain't saying that uh, for most of these situations that you have to be in intimate fellowship with people by forgiving them. Mm-hmm. But what God is saying is that you've got to let go of the things that you are holding because it's holding you. Well, yeah. Right. And I'll tell you this illustration about Dr. Evans and his series on forgiveness. It changed my life because. I always talk about my stepdad being my stepmonster. Mm-hmm. There's anybody, and I, I really mean this, if there's anybody I hated, it. it's the hatred that hate produced. Mm-hmm. Anybody I hated, it was him. Okay. And they learned I was going to do my stepdad's eulogy. My ain't neighbor called me up and said, Michael, you got to let buy, a, buy guns be buy guns. Because she knew how much I hated him. And she was afraid I was going to get up there in that funeral and tell the truth about (laughs) him. Was afraid that I would kick the casket all out and stomp on the body. He said, Hold on. I mean, I hated him. I mean, y'all don't know what he did. I hated him. Guess what? Dr. Evans was doing a series on forgiveness. All right. And it changed my life. Amen. Amen. And I knew that I had to forgive him That's right. of all that he did. Right. And my aunt even didn't know I was under that, that kind of teaching. She didn't know that I had gotten radically saved that I had the ability to forgive him. And when I preached this eulogy, I preached Jesus. Amen. 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 Hello, somebody. People probably thought I loved that man to death. Mm. I preached Jesus. And when they buried him. in a day, shit, we forgive. Nah, nah, nah. Right. Somebody get that on the way home. Because mm-hmm. usually that married person is right there. Most of the time, other folk can't get as close as they get and, and, and can't injure us like uh, our closest loved ones can. Have you, have, you ever, have you ever imagined and seen, and this is it's like this everywhere, if, if somebody gets killed, who's going to be the first one they look at? The, the husband on the way! If there is a if there is a, a burglary, who's the first somebody they're gonna look at? Somebody that they know. Hello, some it's the closest ones, but we've got to is so small can blow up to World War III. That usually means there's unforgiveness somewhere. That you haven't forgiven. That you're holding on to something. And God says today it's time for you to move on. It's time for you to release some things today. A bad example of a marriage is not what God says marriage should be. And he said it again. Some people brag about being married 50 years. But was it a, an example of the way Christ loves the church? A bad example is not what God wants in marriage. It should be an example of Christ and how he loves the church yeah. and gave himself up for that. And that's men. You are the ones who must forgive the most. Woo! Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah. mm-hmm. you, you are the ones who must forgive the most. When your wife is sparing you in, in whatever area, you are the one God says must oh forgive the most. Right, And many times, it's the opposite of that. Christ <laughs> and the church? What happened to Christ? Christ was put on the cross by them church folk. He had to die. He had to suffer. Many men say, I'm suffering, Reverend. You don't know what I'm going to. I'm suffering. I say, good. The problem is is you haven't died yet. Go ahead and die. Die to yourself. Die to your emotions. Die to your sexual impulses. Die. Mm. And then I tell them, but don't stay dead All right. <laughs> cause God has the power to raise you up because you're willing to do the right thing is there anybody in the household of the Lord willing to do the right thing if we're willing to do the right thing God is willing to show up oh and do some miraculous things in the life of his church in the life of marriages in the life of singleness in the life of, of widowhood God wants to show up and do some brand new things in the year of 2024. Bethlehem. Reach Reach more more in 2024. We can reach more in 2024 as we live holy before the Lord. Your holiness is what's going to propel this revival that can happen in this church? I don't care about the circumstances. I don't care that we live in an evil day. I don't care that attendance is down all across the board, everywhere. My God is still on the throne. Yes, yes. yes. Let me say that again. My God is still on the throne. Amen. And if we decide here and every church to do the right thing and to be the right kind of people, whether married or unmarried, uh, widow or widowers, God says, I'm ready to show up and show out in your church. I'm ready to show up and show out all within your marriage to show up and show out in your widowhood or in your uh, singlehood. I'm ready, but are you Hello somebody, I'm out of time All eyes closed, heads about, saints are praying
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Let me pray Father We come today Recognizing Father That you called us to be holy In an evil and sinful world As I said on Wednesday night Wrong has become so wrong that people now consider wrong right. And some people even in the church consider wrong right. Here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church you called us to hold up a standard. And that standard is your word. And Father God we pray we we'll be able to reach more. In 2024, Father, we pray today that we can reach 25. Oh, new families, Father. Not new people, not new members, but new disciples, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray, Father, for the 15. Oh, newly saved, that you might put nothing as we learned in Sunday school. Father, there's so much uh, in this world that we can be anxious about, but you said this morning that we need to be anxious for nothing, but take a nature walk and look at nature oh, and call on the memory of your nature to remind us uh, that you are God. Take care, Father, of the car notes. Take care of For many of us have pantries overflowing, but there's probably somebody here that don't even know where the next meal is going to come from. Father, be Jehovah Jireh, our God who will provide for every need as they leave this place. May they leave this place in faith in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, that we were able to open up your word and to look into it and see what it says. Now, Father, may we be doers of the word. And not just hear us. All yeah. eyes still close, heads are still bow. There's one more thing I must tell you about, and that's the love of God. We talked about relationships. This series is all about relationships. But if you're here today and don't have a personal, intimate relationship with God, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about the love of God. We celebrated uh, Valentine's on Wednesday, but this morning can be a, a real love, love fest. Yes. If you can believe that God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Yes, if you're here today and you don't ever remember giving your life to Jesus Christ, I want you to slip out of your seat right now and come forward and say, Hey, I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to experience this kind of love in my life. I want to live for you and true holiness. I want to give up my will for your will. If you're willing to pray that prayer right now. Slip out of your seat right now. Is there one? No, I'm over time, but is there one? We'll take time for this. Yeah. Is there one? Yeah. Sit out of your seat and come forward and say, hey, I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. It's another decision you can make. That's to become a member of the Bethlehem Baptist Church. If you're here and you've never joined us officially, once you sit out of your seat and say, hey, preacher, I want to become a part of this body because this body is sincere. This body it wants to live for the Lord truly. This body wants to truly raise up discipleship. This is a place that I should be committed to. Is there one today who wants to give their membership to this church to join the body of Christ officially right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church? You can slip out of your seat right now. Maybe another decision to recommit your life to Jesus Christ and holiness. And you know, you've been living unholy and ungodly. You may have been holding a grudge against your mate, or your. Uh, you may be living unholy. You may come forward and say, Hey, I want to recommit my life to Jesus Christ. I need some prayer right now. Is there one? Is there one? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. As we stand, I want you to know that these decisions can be made in private. You can come to me and talk to me privately. And we will go forward publicly as you talk to me privately. Let me go ahead and give the benediction. I want to thank you for being here today once again. I want to thank Reverend Rush for filling in for me last Sunday. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you. Praise Your holy name, Father. Yes, we do. You're truly worthy to be praised, yes. and we glory in You today, Lord, as we want our lives to be a testament of who You are, testament of Your power, of Your provision, of Your peace. Put Your hands of protection around us. Keep us safe from our harm and danger. Of God said, Amen. 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 "Amen." And praise the Lord, praise you, you are dismissed. Give God a hand clap of praise Amen. in this place. Amen. You're listening to a word from the Lord. The podcast again. My name is Pastor Michael e. Tan. and before we leave today's program, I want to take this opportunity. To let you know the greatest story ever told, the Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And if you're listening and you don't ever remember a time where you've prayed that prayer of salvation, where you asked Jesus Christ to be in your heart, uh, to come into your heart, where you believe that he died for your sins, was buried and raised again on the third day, then today can be that time. All you have to do is pray after me or pray with me this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I come today believing that you are God's only son and God's only way to enter into a personal relationship. I believe today that Jesus is God's only son, that he was buried and raised again on the third day so that today I may be saved. Come into my heart, come into my life, take over my will, in Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you're anywhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, you've been born into the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. I wanna see you in the service this coming Sunday at the 11 a.m. service. We start at 11 o'clock. Bring a family member or a friend And I'm not inviting you to church, I'm telling you to come home because you've been born into the body of Christ right here. And if you are not in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma or driving distance, we're praying that you will find a church home. That's your priority right now. You have to find a church home. Holy Spirit, which was given to you when you pray that prayer, is going to lead and guide you to the right place. And in that place after the preach, preach. I want you to go down and let them know you've prayed to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you need a church hall. Again, I want to thank you for listening to a word from the Lord. Again, visit our website at AWFTL with Dr. Michael Get to know our vision. And also there, you can support our ministry if God has moved this, moved in a way that you just have to give. Visit that website, AWFTL with Pastor Mike from We have several ways that you can give to PayPal, paypal.me backslash a word from the Lord. We have also Cash App, a dollar sign, a word from the Lord. And also, there are books that you can buy to support the ministry. This month, uh, we're adding or letting you making available uh, John on the Run, which is a series that I'm preaching on the Word from the Lord TV. So you can get that book or "Secret to your best life. Visit the website and support us. We want to thank you for listening today. And may God bless you and keep you is my prayer.